Hey everybody, hope you're doing well today. It is Tuesday, October 23rd, I believe. So, um, last week I did a podcast with my friend Sinbad. We got to talk about a couple of things. I was trying to get to a lot of other things, but I think my boy Sinbad had a lot to get out of him. And you know, it was kind of nice just to hear him talk. I was really curious about him. Um, I've known him for a very long time, but I don't know that much about him due to the fact that every time we see each other, it was maybe five or ten minutes here or there, and then every time we did have any time to talk, you know, we get interrupted. So he worked in the nightclub business. That's how we met, because when I used to go clubbing all the time, he was the guy at the door. He's a manager, and thank you so much for getting me every time and making me look (laughs) like a million bucks, because I could get myself and my friends in, but at the same time, I never took advantage of it. I always appreciated it. And then he always appreciated me. Why? I don't know. But, you know, we just... You know, the only way I can say it is game recognizes game. And we just had that. So anyway, um, hope you enjoy it. It's about an hour long. Like I said, we got to talk about maybe two or three topics. Uh, We had so much more to talk about and I had so much more to ask him. Just as you want a couple other things. But we will have part two or three. I think I got him hooked on it, and as of that, he started making videos again on his Facebook for his friends, and he knows that if he doesn't kiss his fingers at the end and, and, and uh, gives that peace sign, I'm not happy, so <laughs> I'm glad he brought it back. Anyway, hope you enjoy it. Um, it should be up soon. Bye. So welcome, everybody, to episode nine. Thank you for listening. Um, today I have a guest. It's my friend Sinbad. Uh, I found him interesting because I've known him. How long is Sinbad? About 20 years now, maybe? 15, 20? Actually, I was doing the math today, so I think it's probably about 14 years, man. Okay. And what's interesting about him is he is such a nice, reserved gentleman. And he works. He worked in the, in the industry of clubs and nightclubs and uh, gyms. So I always wondered how he kept his cool together because, you know, working at a nightclub or going to a nightclub, you see a lot of crazy stuff. Oh, smack. So, like I was talking to you earlier, I, that's crazy, dude. I've known you for 14 years, but I've hung out with you twice. And if I do see you, it's like five, 10 minutes here and we're always getting interrupted. So it's you know always, how that goes. It's always like that. I mean, it, you know, I think life is, is it's funny because you run into people. Uh, and I think I was talking to you yesterday about this, you know, it, when you when there's a connection with somebody, you know, you normally want to keep that connection with that person because, you know, that person is a good person, you know, yeah. but time always seems, you know, like there's never enough time. And I think timing is always bad because of the place that we're at at the time that we're running, you know, that we're always running into one another versus yeah. where. You know, if we just say, hey, you know what, let's just go out for lunch, let's go hang out or go do something together. It's a little different with just a little bit more quality time, you know, as guys versus where we're doing a pass by and we're conversing for five minutes. And all of a sudden, you know, one of us is having to run off, which is typically me at this point here. <laughs> you know, it's, it's always like that. It's always been like that, you know. Oh, hey, dude, my life is crazy now. I I think I have more time than I do, but I don't. And I try to fit everything in. Like today we were trying to fit in actually seeing each other and it just didn't work out you know like you had to go work out and i have krav maga and i'm training and i have other little things i gotta get going on so i totally get it well i think for me man it, what it is is that you know my time is, is always but my life has always been this way my life has always been in a rush you know and you know i'm at the you know i'm getting to that point where you know i'll be 48 and you know and and it's funny because i've always been at this pace you know, at, at a rush pace all the time versus enjoying life. And I can't really say that I've enjoyed life until, the, you know, to the fullest because my life has just been like this all the time. I don't understand. And, and I've always tried to figure out how to change that. And I have not come up with the answer yet in order to change that, you know, to, to figure out how to enjoy life a lot better at this point. So it's always like that. That's funny that you say that because that's the, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about when we actually got to sit down. Because, like I said, every time we had a conversation, it's like, okay, we have five minutes, so I'm trying to fit in as much as possible, you know, 10 minutes here. And also, every time I saw you, we're at the club, 
you're working and I'm there partying and then you're busy and I'm drinking. So it's not going to exactly work, you know? <laughs> yeah, I understand. I'm just being honest. Yeah. And then, and then the one time we did get to have lunch together, we, I mean, we tried to talk as much as possible, but, you know, like just you had to work again and I was gone too. So, you know. And, and I think that's one thing that I, I got to change, man, because, you know, it, it's hard. I mean, in reality, if you really look at it, right, I mean, you know, we all have social media, which is funny. And there's a bunch of people on someone's page. But in reality, you know, how do you really know that person? Because you never see that person. You really don't interact with one another, except for through social media once in a whatever while that someone's going to interact. And it's funny because in reality, if you start counting how many people that you can just pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm in a pickle. I need you. Who are you going to call? You know, because, you know, it, there's no one to call. You know, it's funny because you have a bunch of people that know who you are, but they're associates and they're not friends. You know, it's so yeah. it's complicated. So in this case here, it's a little different with you because, you know, we've it's free, you know, for the short amount of time that we spend together, you know, I can call you or you can call me. And it's it's always different versus where. You know, someone that I see on a regular basis, I mean, it's a trip. It just, you know, I'm not sure exactly where I'm trying to go with that, but it's the connection is different with certain people that you oh, yeah. have crossed paths with in your lifetime. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, totally. Like I said, like I, the, I think my biggest problem when we first met is like I met you through my friend Danny because I think you knew him from Blue Tattoo and Modesto because he used to live in Modesto. Yeah. And then I know everybody's always trying to get get at you because you're at the front door, right? And you're the manager and everybody's trying to kiss your ass and try to be your buddy. And, you know, and I was like, that's not who I am. If I like the person, I like the person. If I don't, I don't. But I'm not going to kiss someone's ass or waste their time. You know what I'm saying? And I know you probably dealt with that all the time because everybody's is trying to like, you know, for a better term, is suck your dick just to get in the club or get a free drink. Yeah, you know, it's like that because, you you know, that industry, man, in which I don't miss whatsoever, but I don't regret, you know, going through that phase, you know, for the duration of time that I was in that business, you know, and, and I've run into a ton of people, but I can't think back because there's only a shorthand of people, once again, that I can say, hey, that I still am in contact with, you know, which is funny because someone's always trying to use somebody at this point here, and I don't understand why, you know. Um, and, and which is whatever. I mean, if you're trying to get ahead that way, then that's fine. But it, I don't see a need for someone to have to do all that just to get into a venue. I mean, it's just, it's not that critical. You know what I mean? So, no, no, I totally get what you're saying. I, like I, I talked to one of my podcasts before. I think it's that I got to get mine mentality, you know, like if you want something, right? Say we both want something. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to, I got to get mine before I get yours. And I think that's such a ghetto mentality and such a like, ignorant mentality you know you're like what are you trying to get what are you gonna get at the end of the day you're gonna be by yourself you no know? exactly you don't think about others yeah exactly you know and the funny thing is man is that as i get older you know my thought process is a lot different than when it was probably back in like in the mid 2000s you know uh like 2004 5 6 7 you know you know at the time when i was married you know my whole thought process was completely different, man. I was kind of semi-selfish in a way um, of wanting to have things in a certain way. So I've learned a lot of hard things over the course of the years. And as I get older, you know, I start reflecting back on what I did back then and things that I wish I would have changed and so forth. But the person that I am today is completely different than the guy that you met, you know, probably back in 2004, 2005 at this point. Of so I'm not, I'm not the same guy. You know, my thought process is just completely different because, you know, it's more of being transparent with people that I run into versus creating a facade at this point here. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. uh, you know, with people. So, you know, it's funny because I, you know, I dress a certain way even now. I think it's even worse now than it was in the nightclub. And it's kind of an image that it, just, it that's just me because that's what I like to wear. But I think people look at me like, well, fuck. You know, is that mug, you know, is he stuck up? You know, what, what is that guy? <laughs> you know, but so because people don't care, you know, and oh, yeah. it's, you know, so it's, it's different, you know, but if someone actually got to sit down with me and get to know me as a person, you know, through the good and the bad, then they would have a better understanding of who I am as being me, you know? So, yeah. you know, what's funny, like the, when you were working in, in Pleasanton at, at that nightclub, right? 
Yeah. And I remember I went to visit you one time and I brought like one of my friends and then uh, something happened at the club and then we ended up going to Karma and just chilling, right? Yeah. So my friends are like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm like, oh, that's my friend. And they're like, what kind of friends do you have? I'm like, good ones. <laughs> you know, because like they saw how like people treated you and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, I, and it's like, I was telling my friends, like I have a handful of friends that I can go out with them. I know that they're going to dress nice. We're going to have a good time. It's not about meeting girls. It's not about drinking. It's about socializing and being together. Girls are going to come, dude. Drinks are going to come. I'm, I never worry about that. Because some guys are like, oh, my God, I got to get a drink. And I got to get girls. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, just relax. We're here to have fun. Not, I'm not hunting. I'm not in a hunting party, dude. I'm, those days are done. But, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I've never seen you as a guy that has to hunt. You know what I'm saying? It, and, I, and then a lot of men won't get that concept because they're – they don't have those uh, <laughs> those attributes, if I want to call it. It's weird, though, because I, I've never been a person, even in the business, to hunt people, you know, or women at this yeah. point. You know, it's kind of weird because even now, you know, I mean, now, I mean, it's like for business, for me, uh, like business and then me as a person trying to pick up on somebody are completely like night and day because that's kind of like my weak point of picking up on women or trying to ask somebody out. But if you ask me, hey, Sin, I need you to go close this deal. I, this is what we need. It's different because when it comes to business, I am like 100% in to get and maximize everything that we do in business. You know what I mean? But then when yeah. it comes to my personal life, I don't have that same attitude or that mentality of going up and then approaching somebody. Because most likely, if, if someone was to ever pay attention to me over the years, not unless someone came up to me and said, hey, I want to introduce you to somebody. I would not go out of my way to talk to somebody because it's always a, a fear of whatever, you know, and it's yeah. always, and it's always been a way. Cause I have this, you know, like you, I think your girl indicated that I have this, like this shy side of myself in which that's the part of it, you know, but once I'm engaged with somebody, then it's a little different. Then, you know, then I start to open up, but my, you know, my personal life of being that way in my business is like night and day, you know, and they figure shit, if I can do, close contracts all day with people how come he can't do that and i and i it's just it's always it's a different beast it's a different beast and it's weird you know i have a certain confident level that i'm at when it comes to business but then when it comes to the other one it's like hmm crap i'm not the same i don't have that same mentality you know it's just completely different so you know completely completely i remember one time we were talking about this and i think that we me and you agreed like, I'm oblivious when a girl likes me. And the minute she likes me, I'm like, why do you like me? Like, what do you want? You know? And I'm the same exact way. The <laughs> same way. I don't way. know what it is. I, 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 think, I think through all my life, people have always wanted something from me or, like, have an expectation. You know, like you said, you dress a certain way. You look a certain way. And then they go, well, you're going to be like this, this, and this. I'm like, that's not who I am. But they don't take the time to get to know you or talk to you. They just make an assumption off what they see. So, well, you know. Well, I think the thing is this, because... You know, if someone says, hey, this guy is like dressed, you know, from head to toe. And I've gone out where I've gotten compliments from, you know, from women here and there, you know, and then that's it. You know, and it's hard for me to take a compliment because I don't get them all the time like that. So then I kind of like buckle up a little bit and I try to pass it off to the person that's next to me. Like, well, what about this person? You know, and I try to throw it off to them. You know, it's weird because I, I not, I'm not good on taking compliments. It's, it's kind of retarded. And that's a true story. Uh, no, know? I agree with you. I'm the same way. You get shy. It's that shy part that people don't see because they see the other side. Yeah. You know? You know? And, and automatically when someone says something, people will notice that I will turn red like a, like a, you know, like a red apple quick. It's just weird. You know? And I turn, like, severely red. And it's just, I don't know. Like, I can't get over someone saying, hey, you know, you're, you know, you smell good. You look good. You know, whatever. And it's just, it's just weird. It is. And like I was telling you last time, like when I finally found out what your real name is, I'm not going to say it or anything, but your full name. I was like, how the fuck did you come from Sinbad? And would you mind telling me that story again? I know the story, but I just want to share it because I just think think it's funny because when I think of Sinbad, I'm like this long hair guy. But I think you told me you used to have long hair. So it's funny because actually I'll I'll give my name. I have no problem with that. People knowing who I am because that's me. That's who I am. So the first name is William, middle name is Henry, last name is Kaufman, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've had careers um, 
for a very long time now, right, where I've gone in and not used my legal name, you know, for re representation when it comes to my clients. Um, so what happens is that, you know, back probably in probably like mid-80s, man, I was working at this car wash, right? And this mm -hmm. is probably like right after high school. I worked at this car wash and, you know, back then, you know, I was letting my hair grow. I had this this big old earring. I'm having to wear a bandana because, you know, I can't have hair all on my face because, you know, it's just crazy. It's flying everywhere. So I put a bandana on. So my former employer used to call me different names at this point here. And then when I started wearing these big hoop earrings and he goes, you know what? I'm going to start calling you Sinbad. I said, Sinbad. <laughs> and I said, okay, I got it. You know, so, you know, I can go, I can rock with that. So when I got my first tattoo, you know, uh, you know, I put that over that tattoo. It was, you know, it's Sinbad, and you got this guy on my arm and whatever, you know, with long hair and so forth. So I, I wrote with that, you know, and for a while in the beginning, people were like, who are you? And like, why are you calling yourself Sinbad? And I said, well, this is the reason why. So over the years, it just came natural where I just introduced myself to Sinbad. And the thing is this, like people that are associates, I just give them that name. But people that I want to keep in my inner circle, you know, I eventually will tell them what my real name is so they know, you know. Yeah. You know? And those are the people that, you know, that are you know, that I consider close to me if for me to share my personal intel with them because I normally don't like to share that. But then as I've gone into business as of lately, it's kind of a trip because I, you know, kind of change, you know, verbiage, name. You know, when I introduce myself to certain clients at the office, because based on who they are, you know, if it's an older generation, I go by William. If it's a younger generation, like whatever, 30s, 20s, and I'll introduce myself as that way. Then if it's Spanish, then it's completely different as well. So, you know, it's, it's just weird. It is. But it's just funny because like I was like, what the fuck? No way. But that's yeah. cool. You know, I, I like I like it because like I understand like. I play Fortnite now now and instead of using my name, people just call me Sparta and I'm like, I'm not Sparta, but it just clings <laughs> to you, so I get it, you know? But I'm like, that's fine. You know, because I'm very private about my life, so I'm just like, oh, yeah. just call me Sparta. And then people go, Sparta, Sparta. And then my family's like, Who the fuck is Sparta? Oh, that's me. <laughs> well, you know, it's weird because if you can start getting your family members to start calling you by the alias name, then they're buying into it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I have I have family members that at before would not call me my alias name. They would use my real name. And then as more people around me that day when we were all together, they're like, should they keep calling him that? So I guess we're gonna have to call him that too now. You know what yeah. I mean? So then they start calling me Sinbad all the time or Sin or whatever, you know? So, you know, but, you know, but that's a name that people remember. People don't, don't remember who William is in the nightclub business. They remember Sinbad. If you say, hey, you remember that guy William that used to work at the nightclub? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know yeah. who he is. Oh, it's Sinbad. You know that but guy. If I say Sinbad, everybody's like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah, you know. But, but you stand out anyway, man. You stand out in many different ways. Like, you stood out to me the first time I met you. Like, I, I, I kind of looked at that, and I'm like, oh, maybe he's guarded, you know, and I can understand why because of your profession and where you're, where you're at. And then, like I said, when my girl saw you, she goes, no, he's, he's shy. I'm like, oh, it makes sense now. And then, like, I got that. But like I've never thought had a negative thought about you, dude. I've always like I, I loved you like a bro, dude. Like I don't know what it is, but I just I know you, but I don't know you, and that's the funny right. that's the funny part. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, the thing is, this is where you get to ask what you want to ask, so you get to know who I am as a person. Because I know it's a perfect. I've had these time. questions for 15 years in my head, man. Right. <laughs> ask away, man. Ask away. I'm more than happy to to answer them for you. This way, you know who I am and you know what my life's about. You know. So yeah, true. And we can find you a lady over the over the podcast. <laughs> you know what? When it comes to women, you know, we'll talk about that. When it comes to women, man, it's this, man. I, you know, since my divorce, it's funny because when I got married, it's, you know, it, it was weird because, you know, I met my wife at a nightclub, you know, and then like 30 days later, we're getting married, you know, and we got married. And, you know, within the, the, the duration of time that we were married, you know, we made it like 10 years together, two years separated before the final divorce. And it's weird because that's probably the longest relationship I've ever had. 
But then anything outside of that, after my marriage, it, it's been complicated because I've not been able to retain a relationship longer than a year and a half, you know, because I think my expectations or whatever my thought process is, you know, it, it's just different because, you know, I want a certain relationship, but the, the ones that I've been with as of, you know, the last couple of years after my divorce have been very complex and just not exactly what I wanted, you know? So I'm like, shit, you know? So for me to try to have this, you know, this ideal woman, you know, it just hasn't presented itself, you know? And then if I did have it, what would happen? You know, would I actually appreciate that type of woman versus someone that says, hey, I accept you for who you are, but I'm not into you, I'm sorry, you know? So it's just, you know, relationships are complicated, man, like really complicated for me. You know what? I've been there, dude. I've gotten what I wanted. And when I got it, I was like, oh, that's it? And then I just had to move on. It's it's like a, it's like a dream that you have. And, I, you know, I, I've had that dream, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I met the amazing chick, and I really like her. And then when I get there, I'm like, oh, okay. It's not really what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? It could be that, too. You might find that woman, and then not might not be what you really expected or wanted in the la- in the sec- in the first place. You know, and, and you know, and, and the girls at work are, are always like, "Man, you are so picky," you know. But you know, I think I, the, I think that the thing is, is that I have a right to be picky to a certain degree because, you know, I don't want to have to go from relationship to relationship. You know, I, you know, I'm at the age where, you know, I want a long term, you know, and it's just, you know, I haven't found that one because I don't want to have to bounce from one, invest my time, invest, have them invest their time. And then we're going south and north from each other instead of meeting in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. But sometimes you just got to put that, you just have to take that risk, you know, and then you'll find what you want. No, trust me. I've taken that risk, man. And it's just, uh, you know, it's just, you know, there's always something that comes up. You know, I'm always, you know, judging somebody by something in which I shouldn't, you know. But it's hard. It's very hard. No, it is. And the thing is, is I always, I'm trying to get to where, you know, where, you know, like the last relationship that I, I had, that was a year and a half, man, good gal and everything else. But I always thought that I was getting hustled all the time, you know, because we would always go out and I'm like, shit, you know, I'm always paying, you know, and it's, it's just weird. And I always felt that I was being hustled. So I called somebody out, you know, the person I was, I called them out and I'm like, bam. But why would I call that person out, man, if I care for that person? You know, and, and there's sometimes my thought process just kind of jacks things up where I should just leave things alone and, and let it be at this point here. But, you know, once I call somebody out and I realize what the situation was, then I have a different perspective because I know it's not easy to live in the state of California, you know, especially that everything, you know, we can get paid this amount. It, everything is this amount. It's completely different. I get it, you know. But, you know, I, just for me, it's different financially because, I'm able to do certain things, but I don't take that for granted because I know it can always be stripped away at this point here. And I don't Likewise. Think, and I don't think women that are with me understand that. You know, I live for the moment because I may not get that moment to come back again because I may not have, I may not be in that position to be able to do that, you know? So I always try to do things that I can create a collage with, you know, and remember things, shit, I done that. And I didn't say, fuck, I didn't get to do that. I did it. You know what I mean? No, totally. Like I was gonna tell you. So, were you correct in your assumption? No. So the thing is, this financially, someone makes more money than the other person, right? Always, yeah. And it's always that way. But see, the fear for them is that they always think that I'm always gonna want someone that's on that level. And I remember sitting at this restaurant with this person, and she says, "You know what? I think that you would prefer to be with someone." that's on your level. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I, you know, I'm not on a level, you know? And so I'm not sure why you would say that. And it's weird because people are intimidated because they think I have a ton of money laying around in which I don't, you know, I just, you know, I take a portion of what I make, I'll put it to the side or I'll do whatever with it to do something special for somebody, you know? But when someone says that, then I'm like, well, fuck, you know, why would they say that? Because the thing is, is they feel that they have to keep up with me. They actually don't. You know, I don't ever want anybody to keep up with me because I'm just kind of in my own lane doing what I want. But I also want to share things with people that I care about because that's important. Even no, if you no, can't, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. So even if you can't do it for yourself, then let me do it for you. We can do it together. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, and I, you know, and I've had people in my life, guys and girls, the same way. You know, I mean, I just want them to enjoy the moment, even if they couldn't do it for themselves. Fuck it, let's just roll together. You know, let's just do that. So, but it just kind of hit me, and I'm like, shit, I can't believe this person would say that. You know, like I treat them like garbage because that's not the case. I just want to do something to where fuck. You know, I can remember one time that I couldn't even afford to sit in this type of restaurant. You know what I mean? But I have, yeah. the, I have the ability right at this moment to be able to sit here with you, you know, and, and enjoy something special at this point here. You know what I mean? So, you know, so. You I know what? Know. I've been in the same boat as you. And the uh-huh. thing is, like, I was talking to my friends that we used to, like, date when we were younger. And she really liked me and I really liked her. And we broke up and we never spoke about it, right? So, like, later on, she said, hey, the reason I broke up with you is for the same reason you just said, because I'm not on your level. I wanted, I was, I didn't have, like, I didn't want to go to college. I didn't want to work. I didn't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And you had so many dreams and ambitions. I didn't want to hold you back because I, I cared about you that much. And, you know, she didn't feel very good about herself. So I was like, why didn't you tell me that? She goes, well, I couldn't. I was embarrassed, you know, and I totally get it. And maybe the same situation that you were in with the, with the lady that you were with, you know, like they might not feel so good about themselves. And they see where you're going, and then they can't catch up or get there. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, because the thing is this, you know, with certain people, you know, and, and I think the problem I have, too, is someone that is willing to settle versus trying to push the envelope. And for me, you know, I don't expect that person to push the envelope. But, you know, if you have someone in your corner that says, hey, I got you no matter what, take yeah. the risk. You know what I mean? I got you if you fall. But... You know, for me to have someone try to hold me back from what I am already, that doesn't work for me because I've never been a guy to say, hey, I'm punching it at nine. I'm getting off at five. You know what I mean? I'm a guy that says, hey, this is what we have to do. Then let's just make it happen. I've been that way. And I've had people in my life that I've been with that have always tried to say, you need an hourly job. You know, don't do that. I mean, I don't tell you what kind of career you need to have. You know, let me do what I need to do. Just support me and just me. Let me do what I need to do. You know, I don't tell you quit your job and go get a sales job. That's not you, right? I'm not going to force you to do something, you know? So Yeah, we both, same boat, dude. But that's what I'm saying. They're not on your level. It's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of how they feel about themselves. Yeah. You know, you're an ambitious person. and Dude, ever since I know you, you're always ambitious. Like, I've never seen you without a job or without working hard. And I know how much you put into it, you know? And I think that's the problem. Like, same thing with me. When people see, like, how ambitious I am, and then they can't match it. They're like, oh, shit. Like, am I going to be left behind? Is he going to find someone better? Or is someone going to be like, scoop me up? You know what I mean? So it could be that, too. You got to always have that. You always have to put that in the forefront. That that could be their mentality. Not that they don't care about you, but they care about you that they can't give you what you need. Exactly. You know, it, it, you know and it's funny because when, you know, when, when someone has weekends off and you don't, and I get it, man, because, you know, your days off are completely different. They're offset and it doesn't match. I get it. But you got to remember in this, you know, this is kind of like survival. You know what I mean? We know, no, of course. you know, if we didn't need, if, if I didn't have anything that I had to worry about paying, then honestly, I'd make my own schedule. I work whenever I want to, but I have a set schedule that I need to go to. Hours may vary. At this point, but it's what I have to do in order to keep my survival going at this point here. Because without that shit, you know, no credit, you're not going too far. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so it's credit, no credit, cash, yeah, we can help you. You know, I mean, it, I'm happy for the ones that are able to get by and living the way they want to because they're either happy or unhappy, but they do things that I wish that I could do. And it's kind of weird. Like my brother, he's kind of crazy. You know, he doesn't work as much as I do, but he travels a lot more than I do. And I work more than he does. And I don't travel as much, you know, which is just the opposite thing. You know, my sister too. My sister, you know, she works. They travel a lot more than I do. And I'm the one that works a ton, but don't get to travel and get to see the rewards, which is kind of, you know, kind of crazy. You know, and that's always another issue for somebody too that I see because like, we don't like your schedule. Can you alter your schedule? Well, why don't you alter your schedule? Well, how about we compromise and we alter both of our schedules? You know what I mean? It's never a compromise. It's always got to be either, you know, one way or the other way, like black and white. You go black or you go white. 
are you going to do? So, yeah, like that's what I was telling my friends. Like, you know, people go, oh, I don't have time to see this. I don't have time to do that. I don't have to do this. You know what? You make time. Like, you make time to go fucking, you know, do your nails, get a haircut, watch, like, binge on TV. So people make time and stuff, but they don't, if you don't live in their comfortable, in their bubble of comfort, they, you know, you're asked out half the time. Like today, when we're trying to get together, hey, I was trying to compromise as much with you and you're trying to compromise as much with me. And that's why we did it over the phone. But we, at least we got it done, you know, because I did want to see you because I haven't seen you for a long time and just kind of catch up, you know, and talk private stuff, even though we're doing it on a podcast. But still. All right. <laughs> so All you right. have any questions for me? No. You know what? The thing is, this, uh, not yet, but I got questions <laughs> for you, man. You know, uh, you know, the thing is this, man, when I'm on social media, man, I see all these, you know, all the people that, you know, that I know and people that I don't know that are on my page and so forth. And some of the stuff, man, I wish that I could do half of the stuff they do. And that's why I think at, at this this point in my life, man, I need to figure out, man, because remember, I'm already halfway done with, you know, with my lifespan, you know. And yeah. so if I don't flip that switch sooner or later, what am I going to say, you know? to somebody at this point here that shit, I was able to do this, but I didn't take that risk to do this because my career held me back from allowing me to see things that I always wanted to see in life. You know what I mean? And yeah. So, you know, I got to figure out how to change that. And that's one problem that I have is I've always been a thoroughbred in a workhorse, man. And I'm at the point where, you know, I can't be a thoroughbred all my life. You know, horses that are on the track that you run them for a long time, sooner or later, you got to just now have them not be that type of horse anymore. You know, yeah. they need to enjoy themselves because they can't run at the same speed that you expect them to. You know what I mean? So that sooner or later, they're just a horse that you're going to keep love or whatever you're going to do with it at this point here. You know what I mean? But oh, I've been, course, you know, so I've been that thoroughbred for a long time and I don't want to be that guy that's a thoroughbred anymore. I just want to be able to enjoy my freedom now versus having a jockey on my back and telling me, Hey, we need to go run another race. I'm already done running the races, you know, for 48 years at this one year. You know what I mean? Yeah. You so. know, I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing. Like for me, like I've seen death in a lot of death through all my life. It kind of screwed me up. You know, like I was in one of my other podcasts, I was saying like, you know, I was feel death is knocking on my door because I've cheated death and I just seen so much of it in my whole life. And when I was younger, like you, I was a workhorse, man. I, I would I would play football every day or I played soccer. I would travel for that and I would do this, this, and this. You know, I always was busy. And then as I worked weekends, so I didn't know what I didn't know what having a weekend off meant, you know. I, I was like, Oh, you guys are going out. Yeah, we're going out for the weekend. I'm like, Oh, I gotta work. I gotta work. And and then people always ask me to travel and I could travel and say, No, I don't want to travel, I don't want to travel. And now that I'm older, I'm finally traveling, as you've probably seen in my social media, I travel a lot more now. And you know what? Um, you just have to come to the. You just have to have a, a come a reality check with yourself and say, "What do I want for the rest of my life?" Like you can alter certain small things. You know what I. You know what I'm saying? And then little by little, see what you want and let people into your life. I, I like whether you're picky or not. I mean, that's fine. Have high expectations, but like learn to like relax and say, "Hey, I need this time for me." You know what I'm saying? It's funny because I, I don't know how to do that, and which is a true story because I know I, I remember the last time that I went to vacation, man, was it, and this is the last time I've been on vacation anywhere, man. You know, besides going to like a, you know, like a, a trip that's in and out, you know what I mean? But a trip itself, man, has been like 2007 is my was last. It Arizona? No, Arizona was like a hit. It was like a, a in and you're out. That's it. Okay. You know, when I went to Arizona, it's to go to a venue go see Adele, you know, but to yeah. say, hey, I went to this particular island and all I did was relax and didn't do shit. I can't say that, you know, because in 2007, this is funny because I, I went and I was still working as I'm outside of the, you know, outside of the States. And my wife's like, why are you working? We're on vacation. Like, I don't understand, you know, and I can't always get that mentality out of my head that, hey, if I'm on vacation, I'm on vacation. I still, I'm still in that work mode where I can't shut that off because I'm always worried about the office versus where crap. I don't think the office is worried about me. So why should I worry about the office? You know what I mean? I should be able to run myself. 
But even if I had a weekend off, in which I don't, which is weird, I don't know what to do. That's the problem. You know, I mean, I don't know what to do because I'm always, my life is like really something like Groundhog's Day. I do the same, <laughs> for real, it's a true story. If you ask, where's saying that now? He's over here. What time is it now? He's probably over there. It's the same routine all the time. You know what I mean? And I need to break that routine up to change it so it's never the same every day. You know what I mean? But is it hard for you because that's what's made you successful? Do you know what I'm saying? You know what, man? Um, it is hard because, you know, I, I think the thing is this, man, because I look at so many people uh, that are a lot more educated than I am. And it's a true story. And they, and they worked hard to go to school, go to college. And I didn't do any of that, you know? And so mm -hmm. for me, you know, the thing is that someone else can come in and take my career away. You know what I mean? And I always, think, I always think about that. And I'm like, well, shit, I got to get my hustle on now. You know what I mean? But crap, you know, as I'm doing that, my whole life has passed away. You know, to a certain degree, half of my life has passed away. You know, like, yeah. shit. because I've been trying to keep up with the, the you know, the society, you know, the, the people that are racing, you know, to, to stay ahead. You know, I'm like, well, shit, I don't know if it's worth it because my quality of life is not as, as happy as I want it to be. You know what I mean? And yeah, I, you're not the first guy that's told me that. Like about six or seven guys I've talked to have said the same exact thing. Yeah. You know the thing is this, and I genuinely want to be happy, you know, with my life, my family, the person I will finally eventually have with me at this point here. And just, you know, just cruise along. You know? But I'm telling you, man, all these years, right after twenty five, man, and then being in the business has basically fast forward my my life, you know, where it's like, shit, what did I do? I watch people get drunk, people fight, you know, <laughs> I, I worked every weekend, you know, I, I, you know, sacrificed not being at home, you know, with people that actually wanted me to be home because I put my career in front of them and so forth. And I, you know, I can't do that anymore. You know, that, that's where I got, you know, I got to stop that, you know? Because, like I said, I want to be happy like everybody else. I'm happy to a certain degree, but if you ask me if I'm happy at the fullest, absolutely not. You know what I mean? Because I'm semi-miserable because I've missed out on a ton of crap that I could have done in my life. You know? Oh, totally. I was, I've been there too, man. Trust me. And you know what made me wake up is in two different jobs. When I realized I took off for a week or I took off for like two, like two weeks and then like you, I was like, okay, I got to get back to work. I got to work. And I realized they don't need me. I'm just like a cog in the wheel. Like if I, when I'm gone, life goes on, you know what I mean? And that kind of made me realize I got to think about me and my health and my life because a job is going to be always there. You know, someone younger, faster, smarter, stronger is always going to come, you know, mm -hmm. but your experience and the way you are, doesn't go away. And you can, you could plug that into another place. You exactly. know what I'm saying? That will, that will appreciate you. So well, I got to ask you though, so yes, for sir. you, when's the last time that you said, hey, I took a long vacation without having to think about anything else, and I had a great time being here, you know, where I'm uh, at? Two weeks ago in Costa Rica, <laughs> or three weeks ago in Costa Rica. Nice. See? I See, I shut, I, you know what I did? I said, look, I know, I, I know when I get back home, I have to like hit the track and run, right? Mm -hmm. But I just want to concentrate on being here, being with my girl. And actually enjoying and smelling the roses. Because like you, I could never smell the roses when I was younger. I I, I didn't know how. I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I was always pushing. I was I played beach volleyball. I wanted to be number one. You know, I played football. I wanted to be number one. I, I played soccer. I want to be number one. I want to be number one. I want to be number one. And I realized that as long, when you get to the top, it's lonely, dude. That's why you're number one. It's one, not some of many. It's one. So I think when like I started to realize that, that mentality – made me successful but also like you said it, it was detrimental in my social life i kind of just started like tapering off and just kind of smelling the roses like little by little it, it, it's a hard transition but once you get there you appreciate it like uh, to be honest with you dude like i'm trying to plan a trip to south beach with some of my friends i was going to invite you to like for a weekend or two or you know four days and First of all, I was going to do is no phones, everything shut down, and let's just go and have a good time. Whatever it is that we do or don't do, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
and a lot of my friends that I've done that with, I said, hey, let's go. Like I say, let's go to the track and talk. Like we're talking now. They're like, thanks for this, man. I really needed it. Because once we like unplug and disconnect from social media, the phone and our everyday lives, you could just sit there and kind of like be with your thoughts. It totally changes your perspective on life. Even for a little split second, it still does. Because I've, I've, I've kind of reached out to a lot of my friends lately because I'm tired of just seeing their life through, you know, my phone. And, you know, not everything is rosy. I know, you, like, I'll give you a perfect example. Well, one time I went to a club and we got there maybe 10 minutes in and it was someone's birthday party and this girl showed up. I don't know who she was. And um, within, like, Five minutes of being there, and I know you've seen this. They take like every fucking picture selfie that you can think of, right? Always. And they go on social media. Best time ever. Best best club ever. Best time ever. Drunk as my ass or whatever. And you're like, you've only been here for five, ten minutes. How do you put that on your social media? So it's like a facade, right? And I've seen that my whole life. And I see that. So, like, for me, I'm like, hey, dude, like, so I called one of my friends the other day and I said, hey, how you doing? She goes, not good. I'm having, fam- I'm having problems with this, this, and this, and that. But if you saw her social media, you would never know that, right? So, like, right. I love to connect with my friends and just be real with them and just say, hey, what's going on? And I, it's hard being vulnerable. I, it took me a long time to be vulnerable to a lot of things. But like you said, with age, changes things, right? Of course. So I hope that answers your question the best I can. No, absolutely. But it's funny, though, man, because I remember for a while, man, I would do videos, of, you know, throughout the day or the week. And as of lately, man, I've just like pulled the whole plug on that too. Like I don't, I don't make, I haven't made a video in a while. And I think I made one probably about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, you know, but I don't, I'm not, you know, it's different because I see the the same stuff all the time on social media. You know what I mean? And I just, I just kind of ran out of things to kind of, you know, to say, and I'm like, shit, I don't know what to say anymore. What do I say? (laughs) You know, I mean, I'm like, done. You know, so I said, you know what, I'll give it a break for a while and then I'll come back to it maybe later or not. Who knows? You know, but it's true, man. It's a facade for some people, man. And I don't and for me, it's not a facade anymore, man. It's you know, it's my life, you know. Yeah. And and for me, since I can't connect with someone on on a one on one basis or in group, you know, basis, except for the people at my office, you know, for everybody else, you know, that's for me to be able to connect to them still, you know, somehow. You know, I stay, I try to stay connected to them, but then I still see some that are at our age that are still, you know, where they're in this mentality where, you know, certain things would just never change, you know, like, you know, they're still wanting to go out, still getting fucked up. I'm like, shit, when does that stop? Does it ever stop? I mean, we're in the (laughs) four, you know, we're in forties now, you know, we're not in our twenties or early thirties, you know, I mean, shit, you know, I mean. You know, I mean, I don't know if I could be that way still because I just don't see myself that way. But, hey, if it makes you happy, fucking let it roll that way, right? You know? Um, you, know you know what's interesting about that? I ran into some guy that everything you just said, that's what happened. So, mm-hmm. um, so I have my own business, and then I do, like, security cameras and IT solutions and stuff. Right. So one of my customers calls me. It's a bar. And he goes, hey, can you come? I, I need to. He has he's having some theft issues, so he said, "Hey, can you come? Um, you know, lift lift all this, lift all the the videos from the DVR because I need them." I said, "Sure, no problem." So I walk in, I'm you know, and I'm talking to him, and he, he I, it's funny. I go I go to this bar. I go to this bar maybe every six months, twice twice every six months, and the same exact people are there. All right. Maybe one new person here, one new person there. So I walk in and I'm working. It's about 11 o'clock on a Tuesday night. So think about it on a Tuesday night, right? At our age. Mm-hmm. So then the guy goes, hey, it's Florida. I'm like, what's up, man? So remember me? I'm like, oh, what's going on? And it's this guy. His name's, um, I'm just going to call him H. So he, he's probably about our age. He's an architect or something like that. He was drunk off his ass, dude. Like he, like the owner goes, I'm going to 86 this guy. Do you know him? I said, uh, yeah, we used to hang out. And he's telling my boss, he's telling, he's not my boss, the guy that I was working with. He goes, dude, hire this guy. He's really cool. But don't believe everything he says. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And he goes, we want to have a drink. I said, I'm sorry, dude, I'm working right now, but I'll talk to you when I'm done. So he's all, okay, man. So I finished my thing. And I said, hey, how you doing? He goes, man, I feel disrespected. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, the way you talk to me. I said, I just said, I'll talk to you when I'm done working. And he's so fucked up. And he goes, whatever, dude. I said, okay, man, I'll talk to you later. So I had to come in yesterday. 
Guess who's there? Him again, dude. Drinking by himself. And I'm like, that could have been my life. You know what I'm saying? If, like, I wouldn't have matured and grown up. He's, like, 45, 46, drinking on a Tuesday night, Wednesday night by himself. I said, hey, do you want to ride home? He goes, oh, no, it's cool, man. I have an Uber. And he's trying to hit on the bar on the waitress that's working there. And he was like that when we were young. He wouldn't buy us a drink. Like, say me and you went out, I'd get you a drink. Or, you know, you know how guys are, right? Yeah. He wouldn't buy us a drink, but he'll buy a girl a drink just to just to talk to them. So I'm like, it's Tuesday night. You're here on Wednesday night by yourself drinking, dude. Like, life has not changed for this dude. So I, I from what you're saying is true, man. It, nothing changes sometimes for some people. It's kind of sad, though, in my opinion. I think that portion is kind of sad, man, because I you just figure that by this time that they were already had gone through their phase, moved on to something else. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. I think I think for me, when people say, hey, so we're going to go out. I'm like, man, I really don't want to go out to a venue like that. I mean, because I mean, for me, being in that environment for 18 years and people ask me, hey, let's go out to this club. I, don't, I mean, one, I'm in my 40s. Everybody that's going to be there is half my age already anyway. So why would I be there? You know what I mean? Makes no sense. You know, it's different if we're saying, hey, you know, we're going to go to a lounge, you know, at this age group or whatever, you know, with different, you know, with a different age group. It's like this place in Pleasanton that people go on Thursday nights, right? I mean, there's a different mentality because there's a, you know, there's a variety of different age categories, but you don't feel like you're in a place that everybody's half your age. At this point here, because you got people that are half your age, people at your age and people over your age. So there's a diversity of age. So it makes it a lot more comfortable when you go to a venue, though, that everybody's half your age. Like, shit, that could be my kid over there. <laughs> you know, you know, oh, yeah, why, you know, why would you set yourself up for that to go in a place like that where people are just at the peak of being 21 and you're in your 40s? You know what I mean? Or mid 40s or late 40s or whatever. You know what I mean? makes no sense you know there's nothing in common here you know so but for some people that's how they roll and i just i'll never understand that you know but hey like i said if it's if it works for them it works for them oh yeah but you know what's funny when i used to go visit you at the club i remember i saw a couple old guys and i told myself i said the day that i walk into this club and i feel like i'm the old man here it's my last day here and that happened dude and i was like in my mid 30s i just looked at myself and i'm like i'm done you know yeah but there's some people that just can't let go man they they want to live that life that does not exist anymore and you're the old man at the club trying to hit on little girls and that's just uh that doesn't work man i I mean i just i don't we'll never understand that but it is what it is hey when i used to go visit you dude you remember i just come in and say hi i'm just here to visit you get one drink talk a little bit and then i'll be okay see you later you know? Yeah, that's it, man. But it's just, you know, like uh, like my buddy has a birthday coming up next month and, you know, he wants to go out. I'm like, shit, go out. I'm like, all right. You know, I mean, whatever. I'll go out because it's for him. You know what I mean? But it's weird, yeah. though, because when we go out, it's not the same as before when we were in the business because I look at it completely different now, you know, because I don't want to have to, you know, I mean, you run into the last time I went out with uh, with my boy, it was funny because I had this chick was just I don't know what it was with this chick man she I was at the bar trying to get a drink she was looking at me and then she kind of went away she just bumped into me wouldn't say shit to me I'm like what the fuck I'm sitting at this table she's looking at me I'm like like is there an issue like I don't understand and then at the end of the night she comes up to me and she's just like rambling on and then she's like left you know and it was just kind of weird like she tried to hug me I'm like okay you know, and then rambled on and left. I'm like, shit, is this what I have to, is this what I expect? It's weird. You know what I mean? Hey, People, dude, just, she just wanted some dick, and you just didn't bite. <laughs> no, it's just weird, man, because, you know, you can tell when someone's fucking lit, right? Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm like, fuck, man. You know, my brother's like, I can't believe you sat there and entertained her like that. You know, I mean, and I'll never try to be a dick to anybody, man. And it's And it's funny because... People are like that, and I'm like, okay, I know I should not have to entertain this person, but I still engage in the conversation just to talk, and I'm just like, ah, you know, I just don't get it. But, you know, I've never been that guy to try to be an asshole to somebody, not unless they really deserved it, and I still don't like being that way anyway. You know what I mean? So, oh, totally, dude. 
people always go, I want to see you fight. I'm like, I'm not, I don't like fighting just because I train every day. Doesn't mean I want to fight you or I want to beat someone up. I'm like, that's not my mentality. My mentality is get the fuck out of there as soon as possible with no issues. Yeah. But, you know, and then, you know, look at you. You're very, you're, you're buff, dude. You're physically big. So most guys probably like are intimidated or people want to like know something about you. So, I mean, you, you're probably used to that too already anyway. No, man, I'm a small guy, man. I'm not even big, man. I mean, you know, the thing is this health is important to me. Don't get me wrong. Like for me, that's kind of like my therapy, man, because when I can't get there, I'm like super angry. You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah, it's a release. Yeah, it is. Because when I can't get there, man, I mean, that's home for me. Like, I, if I could, that could be my career right there, and which it can be. That's where I would be all day. You know, I would be there because that's where I feel most, you know, the most comfortable at throughout the day. But if I go to my office, man, I kid you not, going to my office is, like, very stressful. Knowing that I got to go to the office, as of lately, has been very very uncomfortable, man, for some reason, man, because, you know, I'm pushing six days a week at the office and there's no time to decompress, you know, and I'm like, shit, you know, this makes me angry, man. But, you know, I expect employees to kind of be like me, but I got to remember, these guys are never going to be me, you know, they're in their own lane as well, you know, but they don't understand, man, how important it is to have a career or have a job, you know what I mean? You know, and I hate when people take their career or job for granted because it just, you know, I don't even know why we hang on to these employees sometimes. It's just weird. You know, people just... You know, sorry, go continue no, and I'll ask you my question. No. Well, the thing is this, because there is a generation of, of uh, uh, you know, the younger generation that are just in their 20s at this point here, and they don't understand anything, you know? And I got to remember, shit, I'm fucking 20 years older than them, you know, or 28, and they haven't seen life yet, you know. But the problem is this, though. These guys want to work, but they don't understand. They just, you know, they kind of just do what the hell they want to do. You know, fuck it. This job doesn't work out. Fuck it. I'm out of here. You know, boom. You know, you don't give, this, you know, you don't give that the, the, the office an opportunity to show you what the potential is in order to grow. These people will never plant their flag right away. They just keep going from, you know, from office to office to office to office. So if you look at a resume, you're like, shit. You were here for this amount of time, but then here at this time, they're here at this time. Not saying, hey, shit, I was here at this office for three years. It finally didn't work out. I wanted something that challenged me a lot more. You know what I mean? It's just weird. No, no, that's what I was going to ask you, dude. As men, the men of this era or this generation, reality.